What's up, fellow teens? Welcome to Jergin' It, the only Secret Life podcast that I still haven't thought of a slogan to say at the beginning of every episode. I'm your worthless piece of trash, Sam Canning. And I'm Jordan Canning, and I know everything, and I have condoms. Oh man, it's the new I drink and I know things. It's so good. Uh, We're going to be talking about episode 7 of Secret Life of the American Teenager, titled Absent, and if there's a title that is apparent in the episode, boy is it this one, because there's a lot of absences. We're going to do kind of a fun sort of thing where I'll be absent from this episode and then you'll... I'm just going to do this one solo. It's going to be a really chill yeah, experience. Yeah, so I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to... I'm, I'm going to let you get to it. All right. Have, uh, have a good recording. Let me let me tell you let me tell you all some secrets about Sam while we're here, and I'll edit this one so he doesn't know. Number one, Sam thinks that My Little Pony is a really good TV show, and he thinks that uh, Rainbow Dash is the ultimate waifu. So we can Don't tell him... Don't about tell him that I've five minutes of silence there. And then um <clears throat> and that'll be the joke. Okay, that's a good joke. So we open on Amy talking to her mom, whose name is Anne. Anne Confirmed. Yes. George definitely says it. He says it extremely loudly and enunciates the hell out of it later. He does. So I want to say that, definitely that in the uh in the off chance that he didn't call her Anne in the last episode, which he did. There are some audience members mm-hmm. who learned that Anne's name is Anne in the same episode that we learn that the band teacher's name is Mr. Sedlak. So it took oh, yeah. seven episodes for mom and the band teacher to get named. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, we had his name in episode one. It's That's Kim, Kim Jong-il, Little Rocket Man. Uh, yeah, so, uh, oh god. So Amy's talking to Anne. Uh, I didn't write down. Basically, most of this uh, scene. Anne is nothing now reluctant for Amy to go to Mimsy's, even though it was her fucking idea. Yeah, that's that's what confused me all episode. Is I s- could have sworn that it yes, was it was Anne's it was idea. Anne's idea to go but to Mimsy's. But then Anne is like, "Oh, Amy, I I don't think you should go." And I'm I. Uh, Amy Amy is sitting around waiting for George to come here because she's gonna have a conversation with George and uh, Ashley. I like the part where I like the part where Amy goes, "Look at me, I'm huge," and, and it's not. like, a, well, not not only is she not, but it's like a close up, like you can't even see her pregnancy. Yeah, it's zone. like dead on from the front. Like you, I could. I mean, I guess that's what you because they. I don't think I. I honestly don't think that they've like given her any sort of like. I think there might be a little bit. Uh, anyway, Ashley. Hey, it's one one sheet of paper. Yeah, it's, under it's, her it's a Kleenex wadded up. Hey, remember when yeah. I said that Ashley was my favorite character yep. last episode? Boy, howdy, is that gone? Because she is. Remember just, when I said Ashley's my, one of my least favorite characters? Boy, howdy, is that Boy, back? Boy, howdy, is that here? Yeah. Yay! Uh, she comes back in. Ashley's bad again. Uh, Anne's like, Ooh, wolf howl. Amy's staying home. Come on, Ashley. We need to take you to school. You're going to be late. And then Ashley says, at least I'm not going to be late for my period. Boo, 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 boo. What a terrible person. I'm Ashley, and for this episode, I don't take it seriously. I'm the worst person. Pregnant. Uh, and then and then Ashley asks... Did, did you think, by the way, I, I really felt, and I, I mentioned it just now, I thought Shailene Woodley's acting was pretty weak in this scene. Oh, yeah. And Molly Ringwald's also was pretty terrible. The show frankly. is a vacuum that just eats... Act, good acting for lunch and just robs yeah. people of their talent uh ashley yeah. is like I, I i honestly think that uh the deal with ashley is i'm not late for my period i sorry let me i need to i need to cultivate my uh ashley voice so so just taste the taste the emotional centers of your brain yeah well at least i'm not gonna be late for my period so uh that's my ashley voice i hope you like your it. voice didn't it, crack it enough good. that that's another thing she she has yeah, no emotion yeah. and her voice is always cracking yeah, well, at least I'm not going to be late for my period. At least I'm not going to be late for my period. That was too period. high for Ashley, though. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I honestly think that just, like, a, a writer came up with that line and was like, we need to do an episode where they miss school so that Ashley can say that. We gotta. It's so good. It's a good joke, and I laughed, except I got angry at it. Uh, Ashley, before yeah. she leaves, is like, Mom, can I go live with Dad? And then her mom looks at her, and she's like, oh, I get it. I get. I got, I got you. I got you. May I go live with Dad? Hey, that's not the point, Ashley. Got him. Idiot. Uh, and then you did it. We sort of cut to Amy and George. And you know, you remember when Molly was making an entire pot of coffee? 
Yeah, I was thinking about this that. This runs like, in the family, except... Well, no, 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 it doesn't. You know what the problem is? Because George, George, yes. uh, it, like, fades in on George, George like, like, having just out. finished the coffee. He takes a sip. He, and- like, he... It, when it fades in, he's like, I... I have just finished the brewing process. I am now pouring the coffee. He takes one sip and immediately spits it in the sink because you know what he didn't do? No, you know what, Molly? He didn't show the whole process. Yes, but, no, it's not just that. You gotta that. show the whole process or it not comes o- out shitty. Not only, no, what happened is, because we saw Molly make the entire pot of coffee, but she missed one crucial step, which was cleaning out the, the coffee grounds. And George is like, no, fuck, I, this coffee's okay. gross because, because Molly yeah, didn't well, clean out the coffee pot. You're not, no, look, but you're not understanding... Is that that is part of the process? If he had done the entire okay. process, if he had done the entire he pot, would have gotten, he would have that. gotten the good coffee. But I do appreciate your your uh, your improv technique of no butting me. Thank you yes. very much. No, but uh, George tries so desperately in this scene to be a good father, and he fails at that. In addition to failing to make a good pot of coffee, actually, he doesn't. What? So, you see, you see how that feels. Oh yeah, that that felt really bad. I'm sorry. It hurts. It hurts. Uh, and George says, uh, "How the hell did this even happen?" And Amy, once and for all, proves Amy that answers sex, factually. Sex. Science. The science is still yeah. out on whether or not sex. Yeah, the science is still out. Nobody. Nobody's quite no, sure. No one really knows where these little There is a come correlation from. between pregnancy and sex, but we haven't quite nailed it down. <laughs> To uh, the point where we can uh, say confidently that sex causes pregnancy. We're so close, but just not, not quite there. George uh, says that, that uh, like, once again reiterates the point that he doesn't want Amy to be exiled to Mimsy's. I like the part where he's like, he's like, whose idea was it for you to go live with your grandma? And Amy just, like, changes the subject. I was like, no, wait, I <laughs> want to know. Amy, it wait, was no. Anne's idea. Whose idea was it? George says, uh, also says that Amy shouldn't get married till she's 30, so he has 50% agreement with Ben. Yeah, <laughs> Amy, Amy's like, can I, can I marry Ben? And he goes, maybe later. <laughs> we'll talk Finish about that dessert. later, daughter. And then, Finish your dessert. oh my god. Amy calls George daddy and and in tears, and then he tears up and he's like, Oh, you haven't done that since you were a little babby. And yeah, and so- I I was thinking to myself, I was like, last scene, the acting was terrible, but I honestly thought the acting in this scene was pretty good. You didn't think this was the like, most ham fisted bullshit ever? It was, but I mean like I think he sold it. Okay. Whatever. I I, I, I believed it. George is like, you know what? I think it's time I come home. But what he doesn't realize is that Anne will not let this happen. <laughs> There's no yeah. way. Well, th- yeah, because because she hates him and their marriage is terrible. Yes. So, like, come I on. Mean, wow. What a. <laughs> by the way, by the way, um, this is this is a very important milestone in the pregnancy saga of Amy Jurgens, because we have now reached a point, and this is going to blow your minds, but um. George asked a question that I thought was fascinating, which was, after you have the child, then what? Wait, I thought you're just getting... What? What? I'm confused. Wait, the baby doesn't just I know, because... turn into fog when the baby comes out? Yeah, because a lot of people think that you have the baby... Which we don't really know where not... the baby I, I... comes from still. Like, the science is still out. Right. Because, the again, there there is a very clear correlation between giving birth and not being pregnant anymore but again nobody's quite sure just what exactly is where going does it on go there. like where does but george george has a theory that maybe there's something else at play maybe something after happens you birth, after you give birth to one of those little because when you give baby, birth there's always a child right and that's another weird correlation giving birth but and child being present george, at birth. george is blowing my mind here because george is suggesting and this is going to get into some kind of weird sort of fan theory stuff. Yeah, okay. But George is suggesting that the baby that is suddenly around in the area after you give birth... Stays there? Is... Yeah, first of all, stays there. And second of all, is actually coming from the birth-giving process. So you're so, saying... Okay, so you're... Uh, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to yes Andy really hard right now, Sam, but, like, you're trying to say I, I know, I'm sorry, that I'm... sex leads to pregnancy, leads to baby, leads to having a baby? Yeah, because, I mean, weird. we know I'm, that the I'm baby's sorry, there, we just... Do... 
I can't. The, I'm, yeah. the science well, okay, is still out sorry. of this. Sorry, I'm, I'm, we'll, we'll move on. Yeah, I'm this sorry. fan theory. I, is a I know these are some challenging uh, topics. So now we're sorry. at Ricky's sorry. foster sorry home, that. and we see, sorry everyone. We see Ricky's foster father with his super powerful mustache. Yay! Are, he's Hitler. Yeah, no, he's, was it a Hitler mustache? No, was, in my memory, it's a little, it's just a little tiny gray, gray mustache. It's okay. a very round. Fair enough. It's probably not a Hitler mustache. Sorry, Ricky. Ricky is like, hey, foster mom, you're a social worker. You can take care of the baby. I don't understand. Yeah, it's yours now. Enjoy. I made this for you. Do you <laughs> like it? Happy Mother's Day. I put my seed into a woman, and the science is still out. <laughs> I planted my seed, and the science is still out, but someone suggests there's a baby there. Uh, and uh, and then... That was that was all I wrote about this scene was, oh, hey, it's Ricky's foster Yeah, Ricky's dad. foster parents are there, and, uh, and Ricky... Nothing really happens. Yeah, Ricky's foster mom says uh, she shouldn't leave, she should stay in school, basically, is the only thing that happens. Yeah, I would say what they, they kind of plant the seed, if you will, uh, for Ricky in his <laughs> they brain. They plant the of... cum. Moving on, Ben is sitting on his bed and his plushy lover is absent because he's, I guess he's past such things now that he's a dad and a father and a husband and he has a job <laughs> and he, he's wearing a suit. I hate him. Uh, Ben's terrible dad comes in. Hey Ben, it's me, your dad. It's me, your dad. What are you, are you gonna go say goodbye to Ames? I'm always calling it Ames. It's Ames. My, my Did daughter. you know I'm the sausage king? Did you know that life is hard? He says life is hard, Ben. But you know what else is hard? The sausage industry. <laughs> Have you ever yeah. read the book The Jungle <laughs> by Upton Sinclair? That'll show you. That's me. Oh, I do God. that to my workers. You know, you know your mom and how she's not here anymore. Well, let's oh, say that she's inside what, of all of our bellies. I put her in a vat. <laughs> She was turned into sausage, Ben. Oh my god! Uh, uh, so Ben, Ben is is bemoaning the fact that uh, Amy, Amy doesn't want him to see her. Yeah, Amy's like, I don't want <laughs> you goes, to see my big belly. Is that crazy or what? Nope, nope it's not that crazy. Makes perfect it's sense. Actually, the in every way, not one of the one of the sanest things Amy has ever said with regard to yes. Ben uh, he's, is that she doesn't she, want him to see her. <laughs> ben, basically, Amy's going to live with her grandma. I don't think we've re- we've really established this enough for the for our very yes. That best. is that is. Confirmed. Amy is going to live with Mimsy, and Ben is going to not see her for hopefully ever again, but, you know. Yay! Life can sometimes not work out for us. Uh, Lou is... Yeah, just like the sausage business. Leo is is uh, just the worst dad, and he's just like, why don't you just not go to school today, Ben? Which is a trend that we will continue to see through the rest of the episode. Yeah, it's so weird. Can you imagine a parent on this show telling their kid not to go to school It happens every episode! Um... I mean, not only does it happen every episode, it happens like five or six times this Ben episode. is... Uh, uh, sorry. Uh, Leo is so wedded to the idea of Ben getting married because he misses his mom, I guess. It's like, why don't you start dating Leo? That's normal. Why don't hey, you a find a new dad mom here. for Ben? I miss my wife. Can my 15-year-old son marry a pregnant girl? She'll be my wife Please? now. <laughs> um, uh, ben... So so Leo is just like, you don't get to go to school today, bye. And then Ben, like, scoots into bed, but he's got his fucking shoes on like a lunatic. Yeah, he's got his shoes on, Take ben! your shoes off before you go to bed, Ben. Uh, he pulls out his phone. Care about your shit. Ben pulls out his phone and says, uh, he, he instead of saying hello, he, Ben says, I love you to Amy. He says what anyone says when they, when they call someone on the hello? phone. Hello? I love you. Uh, sh- yeah, hello, I love you. Uh, but Ben is like... I know your dad's not going to say no, but why don't you just live in my house secretly and live in my attic? It's like Otto in the attic. Ben says he will harbor Amy secretly, and then Ben says yeah. he'll die. So His- ben says he'll die. If Ben's he plan. Ben's plan is to. Have Amy just move have into her. his house you for the next her. like seven or so months, and just because <laughs> she there. specifically says she doesn't want to be seen by anyone. That's the point of her of her thing is to go somewhere else so her like people that All she right. knows All won't right. see her being pregnant. So All right, he's my little keep Amy. Her in his when house. I knock three ah, times, ah, that ah, means you can come out. So his plan is to keep Amy in his home and just like have her be there. For seven months, my little not house go outside, slave. and then he can what? Just like you can do the dishes while I'm gone, my darling Amy. A million times a day, like that's Amy. You're carrying <laughs> my biological child. No one really oh God, knows where they going. come from, but you can live in the attic, my dear Amy, my love. 
when I knock three times, you know you can come out. God, I can still hear it coming out of my headphones. Uh, also, uh, by the way, uh, they've established in this episode that Mimsy... Is it safe? Yes. They've established that Mimsy doesn't know Amy is pregnant, so uh, so Anne is just going to deliver a girl to her mom, say she is pregnant and she's living here. Bye! Yeah, I don't see why her mom. I don't see why Amy's grandma would need to know. And then ben, um, Ben's like, "You could stay. You could. You can just stay in school. Don't care what people think." Oh, oh yeah, that's the other part, by the way, of Ben's plan. Is that, does he think that when, that when Amy is staying with him secretly without her parents' knowledge, that her grandma won't be like, "Hey, where's Amy?" <laughs> She's invisible. Uh, like Mimsy's just like oh that's weird I thought my granddaughter was gonna be staying here I guess I'm just senile I don't know I'm not gonna question it we're sending Amy to live with with my mom who has severe dementia her parents are gonna uh, call and call Mimsy and be like hey can we talk to Amy and she's gonna go oh um uh she's dead bye Amy uh Ben says he's not gonna (laughs) say hang up Ben says he's not going to say goodbye to Amy because that way Amy won't feel safe or comfortable leaving without saying goodbye to Ben. Hey, Fuck you, Ben. Healthy, good attitude. Then like it. fucking Ricky it shows up. up at Adrian's house because he's skipping school too. You can't just change scenes without mentioning the fact, the very, very important fact, okay, that Amy fucking just hangs up on Ben. Oh my god, she does. He's like, he's like, I don't, I don't want you to leave. And she just hangs up. She's like, this conversation is over, but she doesn't say that. She just thinks I'm that. done talking to you, Ben. Click. I mean, if you were, if for some reason you were trapped in, in the seventh layer of hell where you have to have Ben as your boyfriend, I think that's how I would hang up. I would, I would, I would just be like, this is, this is the time that I'm done talking to you now, Ben. Goodbye. I mean, I wouldn't talk to him in the first well, place. I, mean, I would yes. just like jump into a lake of fire and... I don't know. Uh, anyway, double die. So every know. every student in school is skipping, uh, and and yeah, and good news. It's an Adrian and Ricky scene, so you can go to sleep now. Good night. Uh, all all we have to say is that uh, Ricky is like, you should leave school early, like a thing that high schoolers can do, so we can fuck. Yeah. Well, his yeah. That's that's literally the the plan that they come to. Ricky is going to do the very normal thing of staying alone at Adrian's house. <laughs> the apartment of a girl that he's fucking. Yeah, he's just gonna hang out there alone, and like this is like before smartphones were really a thing. So I don't know what he's gonna do. Masturbate. He's just gonna sit there, watch whatever's on masturbate. TV during the day. I guess he's probably gonna jerk it. Yeah, he's gonna be jerking it. He's gonna um, be watching Secret Life. And then Adrian, Adrian has to go to school because she has a, an English paper to turn in. So she's gonna go to school for the first like half the day. She's gonna turn in her English paper, and then during lunch she's gonna drive home, and then she's gonna fuck Ricky for the rest of the day. You can't it's just leave. Plan. You can't just it's leave the, it's school. The plan. It's a good plan. What's your problem? It's the plan. Uh anyway, yeah. Also, Ricky Ricky mentions he he he's like Adrian's like, aren't you gonna go to band practice? He's like, I don't care about band. I know you don't. Why was that a part of your character in the first place? That makes no sense. Uh, of course you don't care about this band. is a fucking garbage okay so so that scene is over because like it was an it never really began because it had both yeah, Ashley, R- scenes it, with ricky jack grace and adrian basically don't, don't exist they might as well not happen who fucking cares uh so now I'm we get so fucking done with their we I, get a we're seven episodes in and i could not give less of a shit about any of but them. you know what i do give a shit about is how much i hate ashley in this next scene uh, yeah. A- Amy's like... Well, I mean... A- okay. Uh, I hate both of them in this scene. Yeah, they're both in terrible. Ways. Uh, Amy, because a- Amy decides that she's the new the new PSA for... Uh, for, for abstinence. Uh, abstinence. She's like, Ashley, don't make the same mistake I did. Wait till marriage. And then Ashley's like, don't worry, Amy. I have condoms. Which, fun fact. Ready? This is a fun fact. Episode 7 uh-huh. of a show about teen pregnancy. This is literally the first instance of talking about birth control. They have never... really? Yep. Is Ashley God, saying I that think you're right. Ashley saying Ugh, that she has bad. condoms at third? And then, Ugh, that sucks. Yeah, doesn't that suck? They've never talked about it. Wait, before. no, 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 no. You're wrong. You're wrong. Actually, you are wrong. Wait, really? You are objectively wrong because uh, don't you remember uh, the? Um, I mean, I delicious abstin- single delicious. Counselor oh, Mark you're Malia. right. Yeah. Okay. This is the People second. People are coming to him and asking for. This condoms. is the second instance of, of talking about. They just forgot control. about condoms for yes. for five episodes. Yes. Uh, this this and then yes, Ashley reveals that she has condoms, so she doesn't have to worry. Which is like, okay. Why? I mean, that's yeah, yeah, that's that's good. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I guess like even if even if she's not sexually active, she, she clearly is like being 
sexually proactive. But, ah! but, uh, for some reason, we're and, expected to be like, geez, Ashley, don't be such a bitch with your having condoms. Yeah, Amy's like, I want you to promise me that you will not have sex until marriage. Let Ashley and I want be you to Ashley. throw those condoms out, and I want you to poke holes in the condoms also before you throw them out. A- Amy's know. like, I've secretly poked holes in all of those condoms to teach you a lesson. Yeah, she, she tells her sister, she's like, I don't have to worry about getting pregnant. I have condoms. And Amy goes, you are not using condoms. Like, that's... Amy, okay. I know that you're pregnant and probably not, like, the best source on, like, birth control stuff, but I I really hate to tell you this. If your concern is that your sister Ashley might get pregnant, um, getting rid of the condoms would actually make that uh, more, more likely. likely. Are you saying because that birth control what, what... is teens will have sex regardless of... of... Of what? whether or not they... Well, I mean... I mean, I mean we don't know that thing... sex makes babies happen, Sam. I don't know my, why... My thing, my thing, my thing is that um, condoms prevent pregnancy. The science is still out on that one. Uh, God damn it. So Ashley's like, why are you right. in such a bad mood? And uh, she she says this line that says, uh, she says, uh, how could you be angry yeah. at the guy yeah. who mm-hmm. loves you despite the fact that you're pregnant by another guy? So here's the three reasons... That's not normal! Here's the three... So here's the three reasons this line makes me angry. First of all, Amy has not said that she's angry at Ben. I mean, mm-hmm. she she is, but but yeah. Second of all, well, I mean, there was a there was a little like, who are you angry at, Ricky? No, Dad? No. Oh, it must be Ben. And then she's like, mm. there's so many reasons Amy could be mad at Ben. He's Ben. Mm-hmm. Third of all, it's not your I, fucking I business, him, I Ashley. Cheating. I caught Ben cheating on me with Mister Bear again. <laughs> he said he wouldn't do it again after last time. Put on his schoolgirl outfit and he fucked the bear. Uh, ben, how could you do this to me with Mister Bear? Uh, but but it's kind of a relief that that Amy is finally mad at Ben. For- yeah 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 like y- y- you know okay yeah like you said this this fifteen year old guy being like madly in love with a girl that he hasn't really known for very long and doesn't really spend that much time with uh despite her being pregnant with another guy's baby that's not normal that's a that's a thing that a creep does he's like and ben is like and putting putting that aside the fact that he loves her i'm gonna blow your mind here that's not like a free pass to do whatever the fuck he wants love and you can't is a card care. that lets you do whatever you want that's my favorite song love means never love having to say anything literally anything that you don't want to say or or not say <laughs> anything you do get out say. of jail love, free card. love means you win you did it <laughs> yay yay congratulations ben you, you win won. you, you can win. do whatever the fuck you want forever and amy can't care love is love like her. the purge but all the time oh god Oh, Why did you I, kill her, yeah. Ben? I'm in love. Welcome to our edgy podcast. Did you know that love is like the purge all the time? <laughs> That's a good episode uh, title. I don't know what that voice was. That's a good episode title. Love is like the purge. Hey, I'm all Guy the time. Fieri. <laughs> uh, love is like the purge. This is... <laughs> yeah, this is, a, this is a good scene because because uh, Ashley, this is for this episode. There's nothing good about this scene. <laughs> For this episode, Ashley um, is, uh, like, disdainful of her sister that she's been the only person who's, like, really supportive of her this whole time. And she also doesn't take her pregnancy seriously. She's like, it's not like you're dying. You're just having a baby. Like, I mean, they don't hey. realize that once you have a baby, there's a baby there. Yeah. Your fan George theory. is the first. Yes. George is the first person ever to come up with that. Okay. I swear to God. I mean, I know it's just my theory, but like, it really does sort it's of tie the weird. Whole thing yeah, together. it does make a lot of sense. Okay, so it, it does. It does explain let's, a lot. Of let's things. move on to Adrian's apartment where Ricky is hanging out, making a sandwich. And then yeah. uh, I, this is the sandwich scene, scene where people make so sandwiches. Much. This was almost. <laughs> Did you notice, by the way? So uh, Ricky's Ricky's standing at her counter making a sandwich, and George walks in, and it plays the most like impending murder ass music. Oh, like, okay. You're so watching here's the thing. Psycho. Yes. So it plays the murder music. George walks in, and he goes. <laughs> George. George comes in. George walks in, and uh, Ben immediately Ricky, takes Ricky immediately takes off his pants. He he puts out he puts out his sandwich sex supplies yes, he, and he puts he, away his sandwich food he puts supplies. Some, he he smears some mayo on his dick to get it all looped up, and then he finds out it's oh, George, God. and he's just horrified. Uh, George oh, realizes that it's Ricky in his his mistress's house, and he's like, "Hey, it's the boy who got my daughter pregnant. I'm angry now." 
Yeah, yeah, um, he sure was angry. Fuck, this is so good. He, George, he, he pulls a fucking Donald Trump and says, I could take you in the middle of Times Square and shoot you and everybody would understand. And I wouldn't even get in trouble. Mr. Blonde walks over to Ricky like he's in Reservoir Dogs and he's about to cut off his ear. And he's like... Yeah, hey. He's like, hey, George, you know that murder is murder, right? He's like, he's like, let right? me tell you something, Ricky. He's, he fucking says he's like, I'm... He's like, I'm not going to hit you, because if I start hitting you, I, I I don't think I could stop until you're dead. Jesus Christ, dude! What the fuck are you saying? Uh, so here's George's reasons that he's not going to kill Ricky. There's there's three of them. Uh-huh. Number one, it's not worth <laughs> yeah. going to prison, even though he does specify that he could get away with it. Number yeah, two, he said, it's not worth going to prison, which I wouldn't. Number yeah. two? I don't want to lose the business over murdering you. And three, I want to talk. Part of reason, reason number two... So reason number one is, I don't want to go to prison for killing you, even though I get <laughs> Which away with I wouldn't. It. Reason number two, I don't want to lose business for killing you, even though everybody would know that it was my responsibility for killing you. Like, the number three you is, just I exploded just my mind, man. Galaxy you brain blew George. my mind, because, because your reason one contradicted itself, and your reason two contradicted reason one also. It's amazing. Uh, so, 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 uh, I, what is happening in the script right now? Uh, Who wrote this? George says that, that, uh, that Ricky has no part in the baby make the baby decision making process because he, he had part in the baby making process that's <laughs> yes, actually that's true he did plant the seed uh, i mean assuming the assuming my fan theory is correct. he says uh yeah ricky has no part in the decision making process with what to do with the ba- ba- baby baby yeah, baby that comes after pregnancy uh, yeah of a baby the baby uh and also that ricky is gonna pay for the baby <laughs> for his whole yeah. life which is really great and then i mean uh, that is then, that uh, is what uh Shit, what's the word? Responsibility? No. Child support? It's a fucking, like, legal... T- child support. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah, it's like you're gonna play child support. You've, you're you say alimony, but that's yeah. a different thing. Uh, he says, uh... He's like, you're gonna... You gotta be a man. I'm a man. Oh, yeah. He's saying, like, why did you... He's like, you You didn't just accidentally have sex with... 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 Uh, with yeah, Amy, he's, because he you says, would have had sex to... doesn't just happen. I'm a man. I know, I know how hard, hard it is, is to, to get a woman, woman to have fuck. sex. Yeah. Does he know that he has a mistress? Does he like... know that he has a mistress? It's so bad. Uh, also, he's 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 like he's like that's what people do nowadays at band camp. They have sex, and I was just like, that's that's a little on the nose. Uh, and then and then uh, George does actually say something kind of cool, which he's like. Hey, Amy is having a baby. She can't just walk around, but you can walk around and no one will know. It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. And then yeah, yeah. he call. What does he call? Good job. What is fact? What does he say? What does he say, Sam? What does he call Ricky? He calls Ricky, and I'm gonna say, I I really want to give credit to Ricky's act. This was this really good, actually. So George George calls Ricky a worthless piece of trash, and then he leaves. And and shout out to Ricky's actor because when he says that, you could really like see the sort of like bubbling anger inside. It's of him. good, actually. Yeah, and then and then George leaves, and, and you hear the door close behind him. And as soon as the door closes, he stands up and he screams, "I'm not a worthless piece of trash!" Which like, and I was like hey, look, there's stuff going on in, in Ricky's psyche. Like, yeah, I honestly thought good that job. was like that's good. Is that that your, was like is, maybe the best acting in the show. Is that your cool point. teen mo- moment? I, I, that was, that is my cool team. All right, now we're going to talk about Grace and her weird body snatched, like, who is this? What happened <laughs> yeah, Grace? was Grace? so... She's like, hello, like hello, Grace, Adrian. It's me, your Grace good... on tranquilizers, but also, like, It was uppers. like a, when Mr. Burns got that hit, gets his, like, longevity <laughs> surgery. I bring you She's peace. like, hello, Adrian, it's me, Grace. I want to be I your friend. I bring you forgiveness for the blowing. <laughs> I forgive you and Jack, even though I don't want to date him. Let's be friends. Yeah. I felt really bad for Grace in this scene because Grace is trying so she is hard, flexing to, like, her Christian forgiveness muscles, and Adrian is having nothing, nothing. Of Adrian, it. this is so. This is a bitch Adrian scene. Uh, this and is a bitch, bitch Adrian, Adrian episode, actually. Yeah, well, I, I would disagree with that. I think she, I think she flip flops as much as ever. Eh. But um, so so bitch Adrian is is just like completely like slapping away all these like she's attempts like, at at friendship get away, get away, and she's get away. she's like remember when i kissed jack's peter and she's like <laughs> she's like 
Actually, Adrian, I've forgiven, I've I've forgiven, forgiven him Jack and I've forgven forgiven 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 you. She's and got Adrian's a big like, smile. Who are you to forgive me? And Grace is like, that's a good point. I, I'm really in no position. The only one who can forgive anyone is God. But the point is, I'm letting it go and I want to move forward. And I think that we could be friends. She's trying so hard. And then Adrian's like, yeah, well, again, I did beat him. She's and like, she's, she's like, like yeah, okay. I, well. I don't need, I don't need you to be my friend, Grace. The only friend I need is Ricky, my fuck buddy. Which is kind yeah. of sad. And then, oh, and then Grace, uh, Adrian... Grace is like, Grace says the truest thing in this scene, which is there's really no reason for there to be hard feelings between us if I don't care anymore. Yeah. And Adrian's like, what are you, what are you getting out of this? Is this about Ricky? And she's like, no. Oh, they I, say a really fun no. line that I really like, uh, which is, uh, why, why would you want to be, uh, why would you want to be the girlfriend of a guy who got a 15 year old girl pregnant? Which I think kind of reminds me of father's ex-wife's husband in terms of like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why would you want to be the girlfriend of a guy who got your, your mom's, mom's boyfriend's, boyfriend's your, no, your sister, yeah, your, my, no, my, your, yeah, your mom's. Okay. Let me, let me get my whiteboard. So <laughs> let me get my anime relationships have... chart. Yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Uh, For some but reason, then, Adrian... Then Adrian Adrian drops a bomb on Grace because because Grace is Grace is like, well, I think Ricky's probably gonna want to be involved with the with the child, and then she's like, why would you, why would you think that? And she's like, well, every child has two parents, and Grace goes, okay, the science is still out on this one, Sam. You can't. I don't. And Grace <laughs> is like, I didn't know that that was possible. You were immaculately conceived. <laughs> Uh, yeah, also, Grace, not only Grace does, has a look okay. on her face like she literally didn't realize not that a person but, but could have on. a single parent. You're missing something, which is not only does Adrian say uh, that that she doesn't have two parents, she says most families don't have two parents. Did she say that? Yes, she's like that. most people that exist only have one parent. Fact. Fact check. It's a fact. Okay, I, so, I called it. I said so fact. Sorry, it's a fact. We're in now. a pretty good scene at uh, Ken Field's new office. He moved all of his stuff to a new place, and this time it's yeah. In the and day. this is this is a great hey, scene. You know the, Ricky... the thing about Ken Field is that he apparently is just the worst at scheduling. Yeah, and he can just get scheduled yeah. during the day whenever immediately. He will make time for anyone if it's ricky also also we i just remembered now that ricky is like oh, abused shoot. as a child i was supposed I... to be going to my mom's funeral today but ricky called so i guess i'm doing that instead i'll <laughs> i'll be right there mom <laughs> fuck you he can't say no uh ricky's very angry but he actually makes a very healthy choice to go to his his therapist about yeah. this yeah. good job ricky. ricky i like ricky and hey if if anyone here is listening i'm just gonna say therapy's great therapy's if a really good feel, choice if you ever feel like you need therapy you do yeah go to therapy uh ricky is like very upset and if it's th- ken fields he'll get he'll yeah, squeeze he, you in anytime as doesn't long matter as just change your name to ricky underwood first and he'll he'll fit you <laughs> ricky, you look different uh ricky he says like ricky you at this point now that you've been called trash you finally are ready to accept that you're a man uh, mm-hmm. And then, and then he's like, he's and like, Ricky, no yeah. wait, he's like, Ken, I don't know who I am. And then Ken Fields hands him a note that says, "You are Lisa Simpson." Yeah, and then he's like, "This doesn't help." <laughs> and he eats the note. Um, he says, "I'm yeah. not a man. He's, I got a he's girl like, pregnant. I'm not, I'm not trash. I'm a man." And 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 Ken goes, "That's right. You're not trash. You're a man. You're somebody." And Ricky goes, "You're mocking me? Like what? <laughs> wait, Ricky? Ricky needs feminism. He's he's been a wait. victim of toxic masculinity. He." Uh, yeah, I mean, everyone has, but, like, he literally, he said, yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ken Fields tells Ricky to open the door to self-respect and walk, the, walk yeah. in. Good job, Ken. This is, and hey, we, seven episodes in, we did it, everyone. We made it to the beginning of Ricky's character arc. Yay! Ricky is not just a mindless fuck machine in this show. Nope. Interesting. Ricky is on his way to becoming the only likable character by the end of the show. (laughs) Wow. Okay, Adrian comes home early like she said she would because she just, like, snuck out. This is so fucking good. She calls... Yeah, she she comes in. George is making a sandwich. George turns around, takes off his clothes, and says, hey, (laughs) hey, oh, and then... He's like, oh, fuck. Uh, She she sees that Ricky's not there, and she calls his phone, and he's like, hey, what's up? And she's like, Ricky! And he's like, leave a message. And it's like, nice. Nice prank. Lana, listen... (laughs) <laughs> uh, it's a little Archer reference for everyone. Uh, George comes in and starts talking to to Adrian, and I 
I don't, this is really weird because like this is the weirdest shit. This is my favorite. This is uh, this is my the interaction co- here between George and Adrian. You is realize not a human that like interaction. His George is cheating on his wife to be with your like. This is not like oh, this is my mom's boyfriend or like he is he is your mom is his mistress at this yeah, point. To, to put it to put it simply, your fuck buddies um, pregnant. Girls, dads, ex sons, anyway, baby uh, mamas, George, George, okay, dad. George is like, I got you something, Adrian, and he he walks her into her room. It's so weird, and he got her. It's so fucking weird. This is the best thing. He gets her a desk. He got her a desk. He got her, he's like, Why? he's like, I see you studying all over at the kitchen table and at the counter and on the couch. I thought you could have your own place. And she's like, what is this? What is a desk? And he's like, it's a well, place. No, but that's what I don't get is the implication. I think of that was that he was like, I always see you studying at the, first of all, it, you know, I guess, I guess he's been staying there whatever. Yeah. But He's like, I, I always see you studying at the kitchen counter and at the kitchen table or whatever, so I thought you, I would get you a desk. And I feel like the implication of that is that, like, she doesn't have a desk. She's, like, forced to study there because, like, she can't afford a desk. But, like, the house is so nice. And she has a re- it doesn't matter. She's never owned a desk. It's, she doesn't even know what it is. It's such a nice house. Why doesn't she have a desk? Uh, but the favorite thing is that... Also, when- there, the, 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 like, furniture moving people, like... We got it all set uh, up for you, boss. Like presumably they, it's a was really there just, like, nice a space desk, there? Sam. Did he just like move her furniture around, or did she have like we rearranged this is where the my room? Desk would go if I had a desk. She has like, like yeah, it's on her vision board. If only. It's so weird. But my, fa- my this was my cool teen moment was when George leaves. Which I is he gonna break up with Adrian's mom or not? Probably not. Well, yeah, yeah. because that's the thing. That's the thing is that uh, Adrian, if he said he he get he got her a desk. And she he got says Adrian's that he got mom, her and, mom an armoire, a really nice uh, armoire it's from imported India. from India. <laughs> and Adrian's like, Adrian's like, oh, you must be planning to break up with my mom. The last guy just gave us a box of steak. It was Trump. People don't do that. Adrian's last. That's mom. not how you break up with somebody. Adrian's mom's last boyfriend was Donald Trump. Oh God! Uh, but my cool teen moment Too for this episode. Too many Trump references. My, my cool teen moment for this episode was when George leaves and she like looks longingly at her desk and she like almost pantomimes using a she, desk. She's like, she seriously ah, was a like sensually caressing of my very her own. desk. That was my cool teen moment. She, so she was rubbing funny. all up on her desk and doing like an "I'm excited to have a desk" dance. Anyway, it was fucking weird. All right, let's talk about Henry and Alice's. Wait, but. you're always skipping the most important part of the scene, and I I'm gonna have to kick you off the podcast. Okay, that's fine. You can so do you're gonna be absent for the rest of this episode. Hey. Uh, okay, so um, just the the last thing that happens in this scene that it, I do think is worth mentioning is um, Adrian uh, or no, sorry, Ricky calls Adrian because he was like talking to. Uh, the therapist and the therapist was like, "You need to like take more responsibility oh, yeah, in your that's life." Right, this did happen. And he's like, "He's like, you're right. I got a call from Adrian. I shouldn't just ignore her. I should call her back." So he calls her back, and Adrian is having a little character arc of her own starting right now, uh, where she tells him that uh, she doesn't need to to bone down with him because she has friends. And I was like, oh my god, she's gonna go, she's gonna take Grace up on her offer and, like, hang out with Grace. Yeah. And then she hangs up and she starts having sex with her desk. <laughs> she fucks, she loves that desk, Sam. I did think it was weird that George got her the one with, like, a dildo attached. Yeah, it was really weird. That was kind of, that, like, boundaries, dude. Yeah, dude. But, I get uh, that you want your, uh, your, your mistress's daughter to be sexually satisfied, but, like, this, there's a time and place a little, for it. A little weird. And weird. then we just cut to Ben shoving a bunch of photos of Amy into his blazer. Into his asshole. <laughs> God. Uh, ben is wearing a fancy boy suit Into his, with into his desk hole. Yeah, he, Ben is shoving, he's wearing a fancy boy suit, and I hate it, and he's wearing jeans, and then Henry and Alice, hey, guess who else took off of school today for for no fucking reason? Henry and Alice are here. No, there's a reason they took off of school, and they tell him why it was. Why was he, it? They walk into his room, and they walk into his room, and he goes, hey, that's kind of weird that you just walked into my room in my house uninvited during school hours, and they go, well, no, it makes perfect sense. Your dad called, 
us at school and said you needed company. So we just left school in the middle of the day because your dad called us on our phones during school. You know, it's I, normal. Normal. I have a note from my for my for the office. It says my friend's dad called and told us we need to keep him company. So can I leave school? Sure. Yeah, uh, that'll 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 pro tip. If you have a note that says that your friend's dad uh, called and said that you need to go do whatever, that'll get you out of anything. If his dad's the sausage king. Yeah, uh, Ben is wearing a suit, but it's not to say goodbye to Amy. And then he says, uh, I don't need you to keep me company. I have my dad's driver to keep me company. And then he just yeah. leaves. And then... Now he Henry, leaves, he, lo- he, he locks the door. He puts a do not disturb him. sign he locks, on the door. He locks Henry and he puts a, a necktie around the doorknob. And then he and then he says, get at it, kids. <laughs> and then Henry's like, well, we're alone in Ben's room. Time to fuck. And then and then Alice is like, no, 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 no. Not for old, not till you're older. Let's spread pink eye all over his stuff. <laughs> uh, this is my favorite. This is my favorite Alice statistic, sextistic stuff. <laughs> yeah. He's like, he's like, we're going to have good sex. And then Alice is like, well, statistically, most people have terrible sex. Did you know that one in every five in one in five adults say they're not sad? with their sex life or something statistics are the ultimate aphrodisiac uh, and then and then henry hears this i mean wait actually no because she's trying to make him not want to yeah, have sex exactly. with her, so maybe that's her plan if i if i give him enough statistics he'll stop being horny she's like did you know there's no link between vaccines and autism and he's just like oh my boner yeah well uh, that's that's the thing about henry though is in addition he like he's he's really horny all he can think about is sex so i guess you could say in addition to having pink eye he's also got an eye for pink back so was- also we we did we did get some confirmation on a, a question that we had <laughs> this is a lot of walking away from our yeah. computers this episode uh we did we did which is fitting because it's called absent and it's yeah. full of a lot of people walking away from their class um we got some confirmation because we had a question earlier in the show where henry and alice talked about like taking it to the next level and we were like oh they're gonna have sex but they like never mentioned it again and Henry, like, brings that up. He's like, yeah, well, you said you wanted to take it to the next level. Yeah, there's some continuity um, here. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. it's just like, that's the, like, he's like, didn't you say that? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, well, didn't, did, we didn't take it to the next level. And she's like, no, she's I know. Like, you're going to have to wait a lot more birthdays let's, until you let's have Let's move on and me. go to the next scene instead. Uh, so Ricky is, is talking to a- Amy through their front door, which is kind of funny. Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, like you do. They just have a conversation about how Ricky wants to be involved with the baby, even though uh, George Jurgens explicitly told him not to. But he he has talked to his therapist, and he's like, he's been kind of responsible. He's talking as loudly and as publicly about private matters as they do in the But he in the does hallway. say something. He's like, let's just talk when you have a parent home. Which is like, yeah, hey. yeah. Ricky was being real, real, real responsible and, also, and chill in this also, scene. Also, Ashley's like, like, I, stand- I don't want to make you feel pressured or anything. I think that it would probably be best if we have this conversation when one of your parents. Ricky is went there. to his therapist, and for some Where reason, go, for the first time, it took. Uh, because someone called him a garbage. So that 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 thing that George said to him was the catalyst for him turning his life around. Which is, um, but yes, they're having this conversation about how. I mean, I, I get that. I mean, I he he had a he had a real moment of like someone's belittling me, and like he he has really low self esteem. So I think uh, it did it did kind of <clears throat> it did kind of set something off in him where he yeah. was like it's good. He like found he found a little bit of value to Ricky's, himself. And I think that's nice. Ricky's good in this episode, but I think it's really funny because he's having this conversation with Ashley or with Ape. Sorry, he's having this conversation with Amy, and Ashley's just there saying nothing. And then a- Amy finally like addresses that Ashley's there. She's like, "Oh, by the way, Ashley knows." And then Ashley says, "I know everything, and I have condoms." Which yeah, I, I, I if there was if there was a piece of merchandise for this show that I would want, it would be a shirt with like an icon. <laughs> I know everything, and, and I, I have condoms. condoms. So so I uh, thought in I, this... I really liked I really liked the part by the way where um, Ashley opened the door on Ricky and Ricky asks if Amy is home and Amy is literally standing <laughs> right next to Ashley. <laughs> it's really good. Uh, like she wasn't even like behind her so, yeah. she's just right there so in summary ricky came to the house said let's have the conversation but let's not do it now let's do it in a safer more responsible environment good job ricky so uh the scene goes from ricky being responsible to ben just a giant photo of ba- amy of baby 
he has he has binders uh, full of ben talking about I, how, how this, great his girlfriend is but she's pregnant this i scene, swear to god i thought my experience i thought that he was talking to hmm? i think you probably had the same kind of moment that i did which was uh that i thought that ben was telling his dad's driver about how much he loves his girlfriend no, okay that's that is i because yeah he's he's just like you see you can see like behind him he's like in a park or something and and he's like showing the pictures of Amy to someone who's off camera, and he's like, "She's beautiful, don't you think?" Isn't he? She and great? I, I like hammered on the pause button because I was like, "Oh my god, they're gonna like pull the camera back, and he's gonna be like talking to a dog or something, and it's gonna be funny, and it's gonna be wacky." <laughs> or like an old. And then I, I unpaused person. it for a split second, and, and then, then I, I paused it again, and I was like, "Oh fuck." He's he's at his mom's grave, yes, isn't he? And then he's talking, that is yep. He is talking to his mom's grave. It made me very Whoops. sad, actually. Uh, he, it was yes, a bummer scene. He put on his suit and he went to visit his mom's grave, and uh, and then fucking dad of the year Leo comes it's in and he's just bad. like he's like, what are you doing here, son? You come he lit- in. He literally. This is this is yeah. So he says. That's not her, you know. That's the container that holds the container that used to fuck be her. Fuck you, Leo. What the fuck are you doing? This is your son and your He's like, dad he's like you come here on the anniversary. Why do you come here on the anniversary of on your the, mother's on death? the day of my wife's death. On the day of my wife's wedding of with death. Yeah. Uh, fuck you, Leo. Uh, he's like, you come here to visit your mom's grave every year. What the fuck's wrong with you, Ben? He literally ben? says, why do you come here every year on the anniversary or on the anniversary? anniversary of her death <laughs> it's your wife it's his mom what is fucking wrong and with yet, this and man yet, and yet leo is like well he needs to get married because he misses his mom if he got married he okay wouldn't come here every i'm gonna year. fucking lose my shit at this at this part because okay he, he then, by breath. the way he then tells ben that he needs to join the living so okay I'm going to try to say this as calmly as possible. Good luck with that. Oh, my God. So Leo is trying to... Because Ben is all upset about how he's not going to get to see Amy when she leaves. So Leo is, like, reassuring him that he's like, hey, just because you might not see her for a little while doesn't mean that you're not going to be with her for the rest of your life. Fuck you, Leo. Fuck you, Leo. Fuck you, Leo. So one thing that teenagers a lot of the time don't understand that fucks them up real bad is that relationships end and the fact that you found like your first girlfriend doesn't mean that you're going to be together Most forever. Definitely. Because, Unless you're Leo. Cause yeah. He, Cause he did now, the here's, first now That's, that's the thing. That's the thing because that's putting Ben in a position where when that relationship ends, he's going to be fucked up. And Leo like, and that's the thing, because Leo did marry his first girlfriend, and he's like, I wish I'd married her sooner. And But putting that aside, again, Leo, you should know that you can't guarantee that he'll be with her for the rest of his life, because your fucking wife died, and you're standing over her fucking grave right now! <laughs> I think Leo's a bad dad. Hey, there's a let's go to the Marshall Bowman's house. We're here. Oh my god. Hey, so let's calm down. Everybody calm down. It was the stupidest shit ever. Everybody I've take ever a deep heard. breath. We're at the Bowman's house. It's oh nice my god. here. It's nice I, and quiet at the Bowman's when house. When he said that, I was fucking Oh my god. I felt like I was having an aneurysm. Leo d- said such a bad thing. I have it in my notes that he made me sympathize with Ben. Ben. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, how bad yeah, yeah, Leo yeah. said. That's how fucking insane and terrible that scene was. That he made me go, oh poor Ben. Poor Ben, he has to live with this man. I let's go to the Bowman's house. It's nice there. Livid. Let's go to let's the go Bowman's. To the, let's oh, go to the Bowman's house. Sit- I'm gonna fucking. Tom oh, and Marshall God. and Grace are sitting across the couch, looking uncomfortable. And who's on the other side of the couch? It's Adrian, which means we don't have to talk about this scene for very long. Thank you. Legit. Oh my God. Oh, I, 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 I was like, legitimately, I was trying to stay calm there. I'm fucking fuming right now. That scene pissed me we're off. Here, so much. we're here at the Bowman's house. It's safe. We're here. at the Bowman's house. Uh. <sighs> uh. All, all I have to. So, so Marshall is like really uncomfortable with Adrian being here. Tom is like, 
says he makes people nervous and he's like, hey, the last time I saw you, you were sucking on uh, Jack's face. Hey, am I right? Ha <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, And <laughs> uh, Marshall, Marshall is like, if I'm going to give him... Uh, Grace is basically talking about what she thinks about a- Amy. And then Marshall's like, you don't get to have that opinion, daughter. Amy should put the baby up for the adoption. And then the baby will say, thank you, parents, for giving me the gift of a good, stable family. Yeah, I will say it's a better plan than marry Ben and raise a child. <laughs> it is, but it's kind of a shitty thing to say. Dad. Yeah, it's not good. But, but uh, my favorite... Yeah. Uh, it's consistent with his character, which is true. rare in this so show. So anyway, he's like, Tom, come on, Tom, let's give these two girls some private time. And I love <laughs> I did, this I did like. So I did much. like, by the way, I liked when Adrian, uh, Adrian was like... <laughs> she's like yeah i would i would have called but i i figured i'd just stop by because i didn't know your number like first of all call the operator yeah second of all how do you know where she lives but you don't know her phone number small town everyone what? knows where everyone lives anyway it's uh, not, grace okay. grace is like i don't have any friends to talk about girl stuff with except for that one but we don't need to talk about that <laughs> no because marshall actually makes a comment oh, he does. to tom that he he's like He's like, come on, Tommy. Grace is friends with lots of people. Like, I guess, I guess, since that first scene where she said she has no friends, she's like met a lot of. But she also, but she also doesn't she really know how to talk with with other girls. But uh, she's like, so what's new in your what life? What are you talking about? She has a really good. Hey, let's have this. Let's have this conversation. I'll be Grace. You be Adrian. All right. So, so, I was I was really surprised by the way. Sorry to keep changing the subject, but I was shocked that Marshall was so chill towards Adrian, oh, yeah. considering that he he knows that Adrian performed an act of sodomy upon grace's well the, the thing boyfriend. you got to know about marshall is that he's not really a christian he's just an oh, yeah. asshole uh yeah, yeah. anyway uh, so i'll be grace and you be adrian <laughs> he's god yeah okay so uh what's doing in your life adrian uh i got a new desk a desk i'd love to come over and see your new desk oh uh, yeah it's yeah, a gr- I would, yeah sure i would be come by honored if yeah. you would take me to your home and show me your desk i'm i'm in love with adrian's desk out of character this is like the best plot yeah, this fucking this. desk ass universe where everyone's everyone everyone love a desk everyone i love a desk everyone wants oh, a desk man, but nobody has a, a nice desk. desk right about now uh so now we're back at the jurgens house and ashley <laughs> can i just say by the way i think that's the first scene in the entire show that passed the bechdel test <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god, you're right. It's two women talking to each other about, about a desk. something that's not a man, but that is a desk. <laughs> a very nice desk. Uh, Anne is like, Anne is like, how did you, Ashley, how did you get home today? And then Ashley's Ash, Ash like... The question on everyone's minds. Oh yeah, we neglected to mention earlier in that last scene that Ashley was in. She was like, she just appeared. Oh at yeah, home she in also was skipping school. <laughs> she skipped. She also skipped school. She just she took an Uber. So which the didn't only exist person yet. who stayed in school the whole day was was Grace. Uh, uh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jack might have. We have no idea where well, Jack, Jack is. Well, Jack is MIA in this episode. Uh, for this episode, Jack doesn't exist. Lauren and Madison also don't exist. Thank God. Episode. Thank God. Uh, Mark Molina's Mark Molina probably left in the middle of the day to get a pizza with Leo. <laughs> that was so fucking funny. Yeah, if you look in the if you look in the background of that scene where Leo's talking to Ben, oh man, I gotta try not to think about that scene too much. If you look in the background, you can actually see Mark, Mark Molina eating a car. pizza in the graveyard <laughs> with, with a pizza and with like a hat that says like I got pizza in a pizza graveyard. Town. Yeah, in a graveyard. Uh, poor Mark. Uh, so anyway, yes, Ashley no, skipped school. The time of his life. And she's lying about how she got home. And then George shows up. And yeah. <laughs> they fight. George and Anne yeah. fight, because that's what they do. And then uh, Anne is like, Ashley got a ride home from the college-aged bag boy from from the store. Totally fine. That's Not fine. a problem. And then, Normal. Uh, okay, good. so George really wants to come home, like, to be with his kids who are obviously going through some shit. And, like, mm. I get it, Anne, that you're mad at him, but, like, come on. Like yeah, let I mean, them let your the, daughters have a dad. It fucks them up if you're gonna do this to them. Yeah, think about I, your kids. I, yeah, I mean, I I get it. Like, obviously, Anne's not comfortable living with George right now, and like he he was having an affair, and it sounds like it sounds like he's still been having yeah. affairs for a long time. It sounds like this is not a new thing, despite it being very hard for him to get women to have sex with him. Yeah, it's hard. Um, which is weird because his breath is always minty fresh. Um, <laughs> he loves mint so, so much. Yeah, he fucking loves a mint. Lo- There's two things lo- George loves, which is a mint and a desk. But um, <laughs> he does have a very nice desk. Yeah, it's I, I I I feel for George, but I also don't, and I feel for Anne, but I also don't. 
that's, that's Anne it. also says a very strange thing about uh, that that Mimsy has always liked George more than she, she likes Anne. <laughs> yeah. Fun. Well, uh, anyway, then George. I mean, this is this is hardly the first the first uh, example of the mom hates own daughter trope. Anne is like, get the fuck out of here, George, and then just locks him out. And he's like, it's my house! And then she's like, I don't care! And then just locks him out. Yeah. Uh, and um, by the way, in the meantime of this happening, Ricky and Amy are talking to each other in the, like, safe environment with a chaperone, who is Anne. Oops. 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 Whoopsie. Well, uh, actually, come to think of it, Ricky Ricky did say, like, you, they don't they don't need to, like, be in the conversation, but okay. it's probably a good idea. So, if so yes, the they're alone the talking about... So that's fair point. Uh, Ricky says he wants to have an uh, involvement in this kid's life, which I think this is actually really complicated, and I don't know who I agree with, Amy saying that he doesn't deserve to be a part of it, or Ricky, who who is, like, trying to butt in on this, this, this woman yeah. and her baby. Like, this is complicated. Yeah. I, I don't really know. But yeah, they're having this conversation, and uh, basically, uh, Ricky says, like, call me if you ever make a decision. She says, mm-hmm. she won't give him his number, but if she ever needs to talk to him, she will call him. And then he leaves. She'll, and call, then, she'll call the operator. And then, yeah, she says, operator, get me Ricky, whatever his last name, Underwood. And then, so Ricky walks out the door. Ding dong, ding dong. Closes, he closes the door. They you see through the, through the kind of see-through curtains, you see Ricky walk off to the side, and then without a single instant they in between, pa- they definitely you see pa- Ben walk right in, definitely walked right past Ricky without any, High-fived like, each other, or, like, passing each other. Yeah, Eiffel Tower, you know. <laughs> nice! Um, yeah. <laughs> and he says and that ben, he was hiding ben, in the bushes. Knocks, and Amy opens the door and Ben says he was hiding in the bushes. <laughs> and then Amy doesn't immediately say, That's fucked up, Ben. That was that's how he begins the conversation. I, I was, I was hiding, hiding in the bushes. I was hiding in the bushes, my darling uh, Amy. Stop doing that. <laughs> Our listeners love when I do this uh, voice. Ben is in my brain. I could see I, don't like I it. could read all of your thoughts, Sam. <laughs> Uh, yes, Ben is here, and he takes a big hug of, of he takes a he takes a hug of Amy. Yeah, he, <laughs> and then he Amy gets himself, and he's just like gets himself a big old hug of Amy. Amy don't Amy. let go, Amy. Ah, stop it! <laughs> and then Amy's like, "That bump's not me, Ben." And he's like, "Yeah, that's Ben's rock hard dick." Yeah, I didn't I didn't get that. That's like, a she weird kinda line. Pull, she kind of tries to like pull out of the hug a little bit, and he's like, "No, no." He no, says, he says, he says, and, he says, he says, and then she's like, she's like, that bump's not me, it's the baby. Ben like, says, a, shh, don't shut me out, Amy, don't shut me out. And I was just like, shut him out, Amy, please shut him out, please shut him <laughs> shut out, him shut him out. Amy, please. I was, I was sympathetic of Ben in this episode, but there are lines for everything, and that's how the episode ends. <laughs> this bad. episode was and so... And they're, they're playing, they're playing the, the sweet, sweet music as... full house music. They're playing the sweet music as it, as the camera zooms out on, on Ben crushing Crushing Amy to death as she struggles <laughs> to escape from his grasp, and and Ricky's in ben, the background, ben, and Mark Molina's sitting in the car eating, eating a pizza. pizza alone, crying, and he's like, "Someone broke my heart." And then Ricky's and like, "Leo is Leo standing there, like burning an effigy of his dead <laughs> wife." And then Ashley's there juggling condoms. And Henry and Alice are just like looking at each other awkwardly. And George, Madison, and Jack, and Lauren are all just standing there, like Adrian. Uh, Adrian is just enjoying the fuck out of a desk. Grace is Grace is hanging out, having a conversation with her fifty friends who you've never seen before. <laughs> then Ken Fields is moving all of his stuff to a different office. <laughs> And then the episode ends. I love this show so much. That's the end of the episode. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, how did you feel about it? I thought it was so bad, but it was so funny. It was good. I don't think we need to do the podcast anymore. No, I don't have to watch this show anymore stop. either. We're in it. No, we found that we found the good episode. Our 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 unstated goal to do this podcast until we find the first good episode and then stop That's forever and true. I don't have to watch it anymore. You know we have to watch every single episode of this, Sam. You're God, stuck in this commitment. It was, this was, oh, it was bad. This episode was bad, but I also loved it very, very much. It, it made think, me extraordinarily laugh. This wasn't as bad as episodes four and five, but it was worse than episode six. I'm putting you in the hot seat, opinion. Sam. What was your cool teen mm-hmm. moment? You need to have one. 
I, I already told you. We already talked oh, about it. Was it. It, was, it was Ricky. It was Ricky getting very mad at George. Oh yeah. That, oh, I, I, th- I guess you didn't specifically label it, or I didn't hear you. Okay. No, you, you did. You uh, asked me if it was my cool teen moment, and I said oh, yes. Okay. Yes. So my cool teen moment was was Adrian drooling on her desk, her brand new desk, and and just like thinking, oh, the, what a beautiful desk. And yours was Ricky being genuinely good at act, like a genuine moment. All right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anything else you want to talk about? I think I think this episode overall was was garbage, but it was also extremely entertaining garbage that made me laugh very much. Uh, save yeah, for Leo I, being the worst person of all time. I don't know when we're gonna do the next episode because Leo's scene, ca- uh, my brain caught on fire, and my what's teeth the opposite? What's the opposite of galaxy brain? Because that's how I felt when Leo was saying the things that he was saying. It was um, swamp swamp brain. <laughs> It was Leo brain. It was just a big dripping pile of sausage. That's what my it was, brain. It was my it. my brain after that scene. Your, this is your brain. This is your brain on Leo. Um, on a on a related note, I would like to apologize to our listeners for uh, how angry I got. Um, I uh, have nothing to say in my own defense. No, that's fine. So. You were justified. If watch this show, don't watch this show. But if you were to watch this show, you would feel the same way. That was horrible. God, so I, I would like stupid. to apologize to our listeners for constantly doing the Ben voice God, really close to my fucking microphone. fucking apologize to me, you piece of shit. I fucking hate it. <laughs> I love it. I, I just It's the one thing I can do that I'm good at. <laughs> uh, all right. It isn't, it's not good. Thank you for listening to Jurgenit. We'll be back next week. This is our immortal task. We will do this till the day we die. And by that, I mean we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna take cyanide at the last episode. <laughs> our job is done. Fuck off, Brenda. Uh, thanks, Brenda. <laughs> Sorry, my brother. Fuck. <laughs> no, off. you gotta thank Brenda. We can't leave until you thank her. Brenda? <laughs> Say thank. Fuck off. Thank Brenda for her show. She made it for you. Thanks, Brenda. Now tell everyone to stay horny. Stay horny, everyone. All right. Bye. Uh, Brenda Vision.